0: So we're holding in Yashir. we saw that the seven shvatim which hadn't yet received their portion of Eretz Yisrael, so they did a gara between the seven of them. Out of the seven shvatim left, the first one to get their chilek was B'nei Binyamin. So it says, So we're going to see where the chilek of Binyamin was. So just doing map um, the maps here. If Batim is Ben Yamin's khalik has already been defined, because on the one hand we spoke about the Nachal Yehuda, which is at the bottom of Eretz we spoke about the Nachal of Ephraim, which is in the middle of Eretz and there's a thin strip of land in between them, which between Ben Yehuda on the south and Ephraim on the north, and that thin strip of land became the chaluk of Ben Yamin. Which was, as you see, proportionally much smaller than any of the other Shvatim, as we'll see. Going up from the garden towards the north, it goes west up to the bottom of the mountains, which is called Har Ephraim. Where the Chelik bin Yamin reaches, is only until the middle of Eretz It doesn't cross all of Eretz it goes until the midbar goes down to And then the, the Gvul from Luz comes down to Beis Today Beis kharon is somewhere near Beis Then the, the border comes back and turns back towards the west, Negba in the cares the which is more a curious is today that's is the of the it comes down towards it but doesn't get as far as the city and then from the edge of yama goes back towards the main and outside the Gvul Hinam, goes to the edge of the mountain, which is on Gavrin Hinam. is the valley outside Yerushalayim. And we said lots of times so when you look east towards Harizayim, there's like a very deep valley uh, between Harizayim and Hatyan. That's called Gavrin Hinam. Even today it's called Emikrfoim. So it goes the north of Emikrfoim. The yard Hinam The yard It comes from there. It touches the south of Yerushalayim. Towards the Regel, and then the, so we saw already that, in other words, it cut Yishlaim in half. Now, if we saw half of Yishlaim is the Nachla of B'nai Yehuda, half of, uh, of Yishlaim, specifically the part of the Besamekdishes, is the Nachla of Shemit Binyamin. Okay, so then coming up from there, so it says, the Torah itself of Yatza En Shemesh, Yatza Aglilas, ash nechach Adomim, which is pro, going again towards the Yarden. More is a Malayad movements today. Vayard Eben Boyan Ben Ruven, Vaaval Keseth, Mul Harabat Safoya, Vyard Haravasa, goes down to the river, which means the plain by the Jordan River, Vaavarag Vul Keseth, Peskogna Safoyna, Motoy Toysol, Vagvul, Alishon Yamamelach touches the north end of the Yamamelach, Elkzea Yard and Negboze, that's the south side of Yamin, and then the east side Vayard and Yigbala, so the Paskadma, Zaisnachas, Panyamanic Varasel, so the Mishpon so the Chaluk of Benjamin, like we said, is a small strip of land in between Yushalayim, which was the southern border of Binyamin, going up towards the the, the base of Harifreim, which was already Cheshavit and towards the other from there. So which cities did they have? They had Yivusi, which was, again, wasn't yet belonging to B'nai Israel, but where Yishalayim was going to be. That's the G'vul of Um, Binyamin. Binyamin is given the Bracha already in the Taro bank Seif of Shachin. Right? He did Hashem Seich in the V'et of Alav, for faithful of Korayom, and therefore, there was a Kabbalah already from the time of the early Navim that the Baisa Minash uh, would be built by Chavka They didn't know where. They didn't know where. They didn't know which mountain it was going to be on. That was later on, it was only revealed, revealed to Shmuel Anovi exactly the location where the, the Baisa Minash was meant to be. But the fact that it was meant to be in Benyamin was already a promise from Waisa Minash and from before. What was the reason that Benyamin was aichet? Why, why did he deserve that he was given the khaliq of the Besamekdash? So we look in Chazal, we find this interesting. A number of different places in the Chazal, a number of different reasons why Binyamin was given the schus of being the host for the Besamekdash. The first reason is he wasn't involved in Bukhira's Yosef, the only brother who wasn't involved. And in other words, even Yosef is found at fault because, uh, it's true, he was sold, but it was because the brothers had complaints against him. So the only brother wasn't involved in fighting, so to speak, on either side was Binyamin. Yemun wasn't a wasn't a factor in either in either camp. But he wasn't uh, born yet. He got He again. was born, he was, he was born. just much younger. Uh, he was born, he was younger than that. Maybe he did. He kept out of it. We don't find he was involved in it at all, and therefore, as we know that one of the primary factors which is needed for the Basel is uh, unity of Kla Yisrael. So in that in that sense, Yemun was the only shevet who could provide that uh, the location for the Bas The second reason is, is because he found all the other shvatim bowed down to Esau. Then Binyamin wasn't yet born. But all the other shvatim, when they came back from Laban, so it says all of them bowed down, all 11 children of Yaakov, except for Binyamin hadn't been born yet. And by bowing down to Esau, they had given a certain measure of mastery, so to speak, to Esau, by bowing down to him. And the only one who hadn't bowed down to Esau was Binyamin. Binyamin? Yes, it's It's clear in the Pasif that it says, right, they all bowed down except for Binyamin, and therefore Binyamin was the one who could still Imam Nechakadosh Baruch It's interesting, there's this uh, early um, Kabbalistic sefer, called the Talas Yaakov, that explains that the reason Muhammad was so desperate that Monechah bowed down to him is because Monechah was the son of Binyamin, and, and Haman was the center of Esef. And that was the only one who hadn't bowed down to him. He felt that his ability to control Klayishul would be complete if you're going to get Molochai also to bow down, but Molochai refused to, he also understood that. And that's why he was able to bring about the issue in the time of Purim. So that's the second reason brought down by right, Binyamin Razecha to have the Shechilin, the his territory, and never bow down to anybody else. Right. The third reason, interesting, and this is the Gemara in Psachim, the Gemara says that when Kaisel were at the banks of Yamso, so HaKodesh Molochai told Kaisel to go into the sea. So, Shavit and mobilized themselves, they were ready to go into the sea, and then Naqshon uh, and Benamin the Nasi Yudha, he kind of ran ahead and jumped in first. And it says that Ben went to fight with the We were the Shavit, were ready to go into the sea, and you went as an individual. So, Hashem rewarded each one of them. Hashem rewarded uh, Naqshon that part of the Basimish was in his territory, and Hashem rewarded Ben that the rest of the Mesopotamia was in their territory. And, and, uh, they both got a uh, schar for the mysterious um, nefesh, so to speak, and wanted to go into the Yamza. There's one more. What's the question of the Yamza? Serious nefesh. Serious nefesh. Hashem said to do that, that was a mysterious nefesh that was the schar. And uh, there's a last, there's a last, which is a bit more difficult to understand. We saw last time that the Batimirish was split. The Azara, the Tolomec's back was in the Nakhazi and from his back, the question of the question was in It says, <laughs> it was, Every day was upset about the fact he did have the base <laughs> <laughs> and <had> <laughs> in the whole <laughs> way. the of <laughs> 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 to be the question of the question of the of the and the the question of the question of the question it him, of the question the of the the question of the of the question of the 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 of the the of he disturbed him that he wasn't the Ves of mikdash, uh, which meant to show its importance to him, that itself entitled him, so to speak, to the rest of the Ves It's interesting that's also it's a Gemara. Okay, so when they knew that like I said, that the uh, that the Nakhla uh, that the Vasan should be in Nachlas Binyamin, they didn't know exactly what it was going to be until much later on when it was revealed to Shmadovi who put the on the exact the exact location of the Vas Originally it thought it would be at the highest point in Binyamin. But then they would learn from the past, who could bank safe of between the shoulders that just like the shoulder is not the highest point of the body, so they understood the basim, the Shaddam meant to be at the highest point of Shacharik Biyahit. We have two, names, two mountains, which the Gemara names, which are higher than Yushalayim. One is Ein Atom, it's one uh, one place, which is uh, a mountain higher than Yushalayim. And the other one is Mashmah, that Harazazazim would even be higher than Yushalayim at a certain point. Um, and then, but. Nevertheless, the, the message wasn't meant to be in the highest place. It was meant to be a bank safer. Now, the Meserush, that's a bit of a question because in the Passock in Yeshaya, talking about the message, it says, Nochon Yeh, Beis Hashem, mm-hmm. Beroshe Horem. Beis at the top of the mountains. We have to explain that. It doesn't mean the highest mountain, it just means the top of a mountain. So it's the head of the mountain, doesn't mean the highest one. Um, because the best ministry, will be in exactly the same place where the best ministry is today. Now, there's a question over here. There's a question here which uh, many have asked, and that is, we know where the best ministry is meant to be because it was meant to be wherever the evidence was. Wherever the stone was that Hashem used, so to speak, as a starting point for the Bria, uh, where, 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 let's say where Yaakov made His Matzavah, so that's where the best ministry is meant to be. So why was that such, why was that such a, a, a question? where the business is going to be whatever the show still was it's it was going to be so we find the reference in Khazal that until the David excavated to, for the base of English, they didn't know where it was it wasn't revealed above the surface it had been covered up that's david knew where to look so he and he he it was part of his excavations represents this he i dug it out but they did not know where it was right what? why do they know where it is there? today today is a big much so less it's normally assumed to be the what they call it the, in the shrine of the dome of the Rock, where the Arabs have built their thing, the mosque, they assume it's a stone there, but historical evidence, based on the size of the Middle East, the is not there. Where they built the dome of the Rock is over where the Mizbech used to be. Um, is where the dome of the Rock is No, is, that's right? where the was. not was. The, the not, not, not where the kosher Qadosh was. It doesn't work with the size between the dome of the Rock and the wall of the coastal. It's much too far. The kosher Qadosh must be much nearer the coastal than that. Also they proved this the a very interesting experiment. The, Sorry? Count on the Arabs to be Musea. The, so Probably. <laughs> um, they brought two very nice rides. Just be on the topic, very nice proofs that the Evanashtia the is not the Dhamma The one from the Khazal, the other one from the Musias. The one from Khazal is that says that since the Kodishogados was destroyed, there's no binyan gonna be built in Evanashti. So Khazal Mashma, that no it'll be somewhere in the open. There won't be, they'll be no building over it until the next verse of English. So then I mean, obviously you can assume that the mosque is pulled over that. That's a, that's a riot from the chazal. There's a very practical riot. It's very interesting. And that is, they found a, It's actually a group of British explore, uh archaeologists, uh, that uh, they saw that there was like a crevice in the dome of the rock. It was like a crevice in the rock. They couldn't, oh, this a huge rock. They saw the crevice, no got to so they decided to do is they decided to pump colored water uh, into the crevice and see where it comes at, see where it goes to. So they did that, and just didn't see it coming out anyway, they put more and more and more and more, until eventually uh, someone alerted them to the fact that the colored water is coming out outside the Hisham Har- altogether, We we call Geben-Yenam, on that steep decline when you go out her Haravai, towards Haratiya, and it's sitting down, there's water coming out there. So then, understood this is the, somehow the water got from wherever they were pumping it in, to the, from the dome of the rock, down into the valley, which is now. For the, as British researchers, they had no idea why it was like what was going on, what the connection was. But for us, we've learned a little bit of Mishnah, so we know exactly what's going on, right? Okay. The oh, the mid the Mishnah says that the blood which was poured on the basin of his used to turn, used to go under Shulam out into Nachal Kidron. The blood used to so to speak drain into the Kidron Valley and they knew about it. The the gardeners used to take it to fertilize their fields with. Right? So we know exactly that that that, that the 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 islaid of the Mizbech, right? The blood used to go to Nakhilkidron. That's the where all the blood of the Kabans go they used to filter through Nalkidron. That's exactly what Nakhilkidron is. Nakhilkidron is a valley going down to Gay on the east side of Ishai. And if they poured water down and went out into the Nalkidron, then we know we found the Mizbech. The Arab so, so it's a bit, high, a bit more to the side. In other words, when you're driving away from the coast of the water, it's on. So, the, down that steep decline there is called the Hukidron. So are there buildings the there or is it vacant? It's, not, it's half built up. There are Arab houses there. But uh, that's going down towards the valley at the bottom. Where was the crack? In? in the bottom of the rock, on the side. In the rock itself. In the rock itself. So then that would indicate that it is there. Which, which is, was the case in the Mizbek. Right, which right. is what you think it is. Based right. on the based on the size of the, of where it is in the location of the Har base, it's much. That was the base well, of the mizbech. Mizbech was big. But the stone is there. Right, the mizbech was, was built over. The mizbech then... was built over the stone. Really? Right. So that would be the. It, the road. The road said that was the top of the hill, but it's also is much Oh, so this is a, this is a very well asked, <laughs> often asked questions, and that is. Today we go down to the to the coastal. The altar is much, much higher than the coastal. And if we go down and down then down all the stairs until you get to the coastal. And it wasn't meant to be like that. Right? If you look on the country, Haran Maria was higher than your and they had to climb right they had to go up to the Basin Magdash. Not only that we know exactly how many stairs there were. The commissioner in Medis tells us there were fifteen stairs from here to here, and another eleven stairs from here to here. The rock like stage is up to the base of What happened? What happened? So this is historical evidence. What happened was Yerushalayim got destroyed. Time after time the time, and each time it got destroyed. Basically, everything we have, all the rubble of all the houses, whatever there was, just got flattened, and they built on top of it And then it got flattened again. They built on top of it. So over the course of the centuries, after each subsequent destruction of shalom the level of the city rose. The level of the city rose because it wasn't built on the ground. No one ever cleaned out the stuff from the bottom. It just built on the ruins of whatever the previous habitation was. So you made it, the city is much higher than its actual ground level today. Right, um, we've actually seen this. I had an uncle who used to live in the old city, and they did an excavation next to his house. And you just go down layer after layer after layer after layer after layer, after layer, after layer after, you don't reach the bottom because each one's a different period of time that they're just excavating more and more and more. Right? Uh, it's uh, even now, when after 1967, when they reclaimed the Jewish quarter, no one was interested in uncovering. I don't know how thousands of two thousand years of different uh, different habitations. They just built on top of it. They flattened everything. just built on top, like everyone else did before them which is why if you go deep enough down, you can find parts of uh, the corridor from the second verse If you go deeper than that, you'll find walls from the first verse of Mikdash. Like Stage by stage by stage, as you go deeper into the ground, you're going to find things from previous eras, which means the level of time has just risen. If you want to see this pale, if you look in the coastal, you see how far down they excavated the coastal. Now, no one built the coastal as the underground wall. The coastal started on the ground and went up from there. So when you look down the shaft you see how deep down the coastal goes, that used to be the ground level. That used to be the ground level. It's just because of all the various towns that Sharan has been rebuilt, that we're now standing much higher than, the, than the, the level of the ground used to be. Is there a chashash that there might be bones in all these levels and levels? There's not just a chashash. It's a for sure. So how it have a level? Because it's called cool cover We don't know. We don't know for sure there are bones. Even though it's quite possible there won't be. You talk about the numbers. Josephus says, and you're talking before Tisha the Shiva says on the, that, that, that when the time of the Chorum Bayesheini, the Roman army killed nearly a million people in Yushalay, by his estimation. He talks about the piles of bodies that the Roman soldiers were jumping over to get to the base of Migdash. You can read it in the, the Jewish Wars, as long as they get the tissue Tishraba. And no one buried them. The city got burnt. Everything just collapsed on top of them. So, uh, we're talking, just in the time of the Chorum Bayesheini, we're talking about, in the words of an eyewitness, nearly a million people died. So where are they all? They're all, they're all underground somewhere in Eretz So for sure there are bones everywhere, except with uh, of is what's called the kevurah which means bones no one knows about. We don't have to worry about. So until someone's excavated them, we don't have to be chochosh to So. One of the one of the jobs of the future, the Navi says in Yecheskel, will be the job of being retired Israel. We have to go and clean up clean up all the bones and start Israel again tá tentando tirar vírus ou vai ser meio que das